The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, 650 workers have been hearing at Tara Mines in County Meath have been dealt a blow when it was announced yesterday that they would be temporarily laid off. The Swedish parent company Bulladen stated production and exploration of the mine will be ceased temporarily due to what they called operational challenges. However, the move will have a devastating impact on workers and indeed on the wider community in Navan. The mine has been in operation there since 1977. The government, meanwhile, has announced support measures will be put in place for staff. CEO and Managing Director of Bolladen and the Tara Mines spoke to Joe Lynham on Breakfast Business this morning to explain the closure, but it wasn't very clear at all. Uh, joining me on the line is uh, Senator in Meath, West Shane Castles, and SIP2 Divisional Organiser Adrian Kane. Good morning and welcome to you both. Um, Adrian, we'll go to you first and how the news was broken to the workers. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of anger, Pat, amongst the workforce uh, last night and this morning in terms of how this was communicated. And the the other thing that I would say is that we have had a long relationship with this company, uh, as you said, going back to to the 1970s. We were not formally communicated with that this was going to take place. So were there any indications, though, were there any straws in the wind? Well, there have been rumours over the last number of months. Um, but if you're to act on every rumour that you hear um, in every industry, etc., you drive yourself around the bend. But there was no formal communication with us, no phone calls, no nothing. And that has caused a lot of anger in terms of how people came to hear about it. A lot of people came to hear about it through the media, etc. And that was communicated to to management this morning, as I understand, at briefings. Now, we're, we're, our officials are going into Mayfoot management shortly um, at, at a quarter mm-hmm. past ten. Um, so so and, and there was no, be, I mean, there wasn't a kind of an email to every worker um, saying, um, you know, your, your work is ceasing at the end of the month or whatever it might be. Nothing like that. Well, people were called to general meetings, uh, and there was a general meeting last night, there was a general meeting um, this morning. There, there were some electronic communications, but I can't confirm exactly how that was done. Hmm. Um, now, but, but, but I, you know, I've sorry. been trying to figure out what's gone wrong here, because zinc is in demand the world over. The world economy is recovering. Zinc is used for galvanizing everything from the nails that go into building your houses, putting roof trusses on to galvanising the steel in cars. It's used very, very widely. Uh, So demand should be soaring in a recovering economy. Uh, Energy costs have gone down, not uh, uh, sky high as they were last year. The price of zinc was very high last year, so the company should have stashed away good profits. What's the problem? Well, in terms of what's being communicated to us, they will say that the price of zinc has gone down and energy costs are a problem as well. Now, if you stop production in the largest lead zinc mine in Europe, that is going to drive the price of zinc up. But that's a dual-edged sword in terms of if you stop production, it allows smaller people into into the marketplace, and then do you get those customers back once you get back into um, production again? So this is um, this is a, a very high risk strategy, and it's playing with people's lives, obviously, mm. and their livelihoods. Um, but is there something about of- Tara that is not? 
uh, competitive in its means of production, um, wage rates, uh, energy costs have gone up everywhere, not just in Ireland. So uh, I'm trying to think if it's the largest lead zinc mine, it should be therefore employing economies of scale that would make its production more competitive. Well, if it wasn't, if it wasn't productive uh, and it wasn't profitable, they wouldn't be in production over the last 50 years, Pat. No, but and I mean, they wouldn't be talking techniques about can change and, you know, the deeper you go into a mine, maybe it's more expensive to mine deep than uh, another source that might be closer to the surface. But what are they saying? Or do you believe it's market manipulation? Well, I, I, we don't know. We, we, we have to meet with management. Um, and as I say, that's taking place shortly. And I don't want to, to, to kind of get into accusing the, the, the company of anything. We want, we want to sit down and work through this. Um, but, but just coming back to the point, that's a very productive workforce and a very dynamic workforce. Uh, and we've been very flexible, adapted to change, etc. I mean, there's essentially uh, a, a, another stream in, in which, you know, there, there's a very long future ahead for Tara, um, as we would see it. But, but uh, this decision has certainly um, mm. come out of the blue cause a lot of anger and the other point I, I would make of if I get a, a chance to, to, to make it what it does show up and we, we'll obviously be exploring every, every way in which we can prevent it going into care and maintenance but what this does show up is the lack of social protection for workers as well we, we, and we already went through that in, in the pandemic but in every other European country if you're back on social welfare rates it's related to your wage yeah. that people are on 80% of the wage for 12 months, nine months, and then it steps down. Here, we're back to 200 euro from people who are on good wages. Um, and then you're back to that. And that's not acceptable. And we, as a, as a union, we've been raising that over the last two years since the pandemic. We'll be looking for a meeting with Minister Humphrey straight away. And that issue has to be resolved. Whether we put in place a pilot scheme, if that's, necessary up here that but but we can no longer go on, on with regard to the the level of social protection we are and when you have the the, the time or the the t-shirt talking about you know taking a penny or whatever he's talking about with regard to off the top rate uh, of tax you'd be better off putting monies into protecting workers when they're most needed all right thank you very much for joining us adrian kane sip to divisional organizer senator shane castles uh, who comes from uh, the area shane uh, the, the question of the impact of uh, the temporary layoff and let's hope it is temporary on the economy and general well-being of the navan area Absolutely huge, uh, Pat, and just first and foremost, my thoughts are with all of the, the people in the town and the mine at the moment because I had friends contact me last night shortly after 8 o'clock. Remember, this news wasn't formally announced at close to nine, but they were getting the news firsthand from the mine and they were messaging me. Uh, I grew up in the shadow of the mine. I was born in 78. The mine was opened in 77. It's, it's ingrained in the fabric of our town. There's 650 people employed there, but there are literally thousands dependent on a living in terms of other contractors, other businesses, other suppliers as well. And you asked Adrian there about were there any warnings. There were. And I was actually raising them uh, last week as well because the company had actually 
uh, put in place a series of what they called control measures last week. It wasn't really picked up. My local paper, the Mead Chronicle, did pick up on it, uh, where they talked about actually ending contractor work, uh, freezing overtime, uh, reducing drilling, uh, reducing discretionary spend. Uh, so there were warning signs there uh, coming late last week. Uh, but there was no sense that they would move and actually literally lay off temporarily the entire workforce. And I think there's an anger there because there were planned meetings between management and the Minister for Enterprise, Simon Coveney, for next week. Uh, and the company have acted in this manner without engaging SIPTU and uh, without engaging the workforce and just acted unilaterally in that respect. Uh, and the impact of that, and you've asked about the impact, I had... Um, People contacted me last night when their partners, when their husbands were in at that meeting. Uh, one particular lady who contacted me, her husband is employed in the mine and her son has just started in the mine as well as an apprentice. Uh, there's two people in the one family and that is not uncommon in Navin, very much like the Welsh mining industry. Uh, fa- sons followed fathers down the mines. And it's probably hard to um, explain to people listening the kind of ecosystem of Tara Mines. It is a little town in itself. And I actually travelled down uh, the mines a couple of years ago on meeting with workforce uh, to the belly of the mine, which is nearly a thousand metres underneath the ground. And when you go down there, they literally have an entire series of uh, garages. You pick your biggest garage in Dublin, you have that built underground in Tara Mines because they have equipment worth hundreds of thousands of euro. It doesn't come back up. If it breaks, it's fixed by a series of skilled people, skilled engineers and mechanics underneath. And so the workforce is not just about mining. You have engineers, you have mechanics, you have electricians. They are all making a living underground as well. And so the impact is is wide and it's going to be severe. Senator Shane Castles, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.